Wake up in the morning, make you two sloppy eggs. Find a piece of cheese and put it on some bread. Have a cup of joe, and the next thing that you know, it's time for you to hit the road. Make my day, I like it in the morning. Make my day, and even in the afternoon. Make my day, sometimes in the Welcome back to Make My Day. I'm your host, Marcus Brown. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm doing freaking fantastic. I'm having a really good time uh, spending a lot of my time in meditation um, and in yoga poses. The yoga poses are getting quite exhausting, so I'm going to take a break. And I thought I'd record an episode of Make My Day. This is a really special one. This is one with one of my favorite podcasters, Noah Lampert of Synchronicity. Now, Synchronicity is a podcast that talks about Well, really kind of like changing your reality. Uh, Do you hate your reality? Maybe you don't like your reality right now. Maybe you're in a global pandemic style reality and that kind of sucks. Like you can't go to the bowling alley anymore. You can't go get your hair cut in a cool, greasy style like you like. And you can't go hang out with your friends, which may actually be okay because, well, they're not really that cool. And if you really want better friends, one of the best ways to do it is to imagine a new reality. How about imagining a new you? Would you like to become a new you? You don't want to be an old you. There's a reason why you're not the old you. You don't like the old you. You hate the old you. You changed already. How about changing completely? Change your life. Change your reality. And I'm here to tell you that it's completely possible. In this interview with Noah Lampert, you will learn the strategies and techniques to really, really change your world. Now let's take some calls. Caller number one, you're on Make My Day. Yeah, hey Marcus, it's hey. Philip Witherspoon, hey. and I was just wondering, what do you think of the chances that we're going to have a regular old college football mm. season this year? Mm-hmm. I look forward to it every year in August, yeah, at August, at the too. end of August. Mm-hmm. The boys get back in their jerseys and they start playing good old college football. Oh, yeah. I don't know, I, I just feel like it wouldn't be a real year, uh-huh. a real fall, uh, uh-huh. if we don't get to have it uh-huh. back, so I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, sure, I don't know what to say. I think that they're looking at the curves they're looking at how flat they are how round they are uh stuff like that i have heard they're thinking about playing them in ghost stadiums which would be stadiums without humans in them i don't know if that means that ghosts are allowed to go uh if they are you're gonna see me trying to sneak in with a little fake ghost id to be completely serious with you i don't know what it'd be like in a world without college football either and i don't want to live in that world so might as well become a ghost and so i then i can go to the freaking game so uh, yeah, I don't know, Philip, uh, but thanks for the call. Caller number two. Yeah, hey, Marcus. Hey. It's Bethany Turner. Hey. Um, just wondering, what do you think about uh, dating after mm. this whole thing ends? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I really, I haven't touched a man uh, or mm-hmm. a woman in, mm. in quite a while. And, yeah. uh, you know, the anticipation is really mm-hmm. getting to me. And sure. I don't really know what to do. Sure. I've gone online and yeah. I've used those various websites that, uh-huh. you know, some people say not to use them. But well, you know. they've worked for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say. Um, thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Well, I don't. I honestly, I don't know either. Either. It, same thing the last caller it's like we can't guess we can't predict what is gonna happen uh but i will say you know i just want to rip those face masks off of people and start kissing their lips and just you know going crazy but you can't do that because that's illegal but what you can do is show a little restraint 
uh, maybe read a book or two. Start working on self-improvement. Work on improving your life. When you get back into the dating pool, maybe you can level up. Maybe you can be a better person, Bethany. And that way, when you do return to love, love can find you. Thanks for the call. All right, well, I guess let's go ahead and hit some sports. Yeah, not much to talk about there. Well, let's go ahead and take a minute to talk about our sponsor today, Chevron. I mean, Exxon. Chevron, I mean, Exxon is a great company, and they are getting us around the economy right now. If you wanted to drive for, uh, to the bar to get takeout margaritas and then go to the other place, you could try using gasoline in your car. And that's why Exxon is the American's choice for the number one gas that you're going to put in your car. Try it today. When your grandpappy drove your grandmammy down past the Mississippi River in the eye of a tornado to give birth to your dad, Kevin, he didn't use batteries. He didn't use wind power or solar energy. He used good old-fashioned American-style gasoline. Exxon, American-style gasoline. You tried Shell, but you couldn't tell if it made your car go fast. And Chevron's fine if you've got the time to wait in line like that. That's why I choose Exxon, the only gasoline brand that I flex on Now on sale at Pandemic Pricing. All right, everybody. Today we have Noah Lampert on the show. Really exciting. Uh, Noah is the host of Synchronicity with Noah Lampert. Uh, and uh, Noah, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great. How are you, man? I'm good. I just had a coffee and uh, topped it off. Had a little extra coffee on top of that. So I drank coffee for like three or four months earlier this year and i really like i really like the taste of coffee mm-hmm. and i actually started liking the effects but i'm pretty amped up as it is that's good <laughs> i think when you can when you can really harmonize with that natural storehouse of power inside of yourself you really don't need coffee you know if you want it have it there's nothing wrong with it unless it's a crutch right yeah well you know i sometimes i'll drink way too much and then it hurts so that's not good oh that's a good sign that that's too much yeah yeah and it hurts (laughs) um well cool thanks for uh uh joining me here we just did a little tarot reading uh that was really cool um i'll point everyone in your direction for that um but i have some questions um just about what you're thinking, what you're all about. Um, could you give us just a little explanation of what you do and what your show is about? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, well, I'm a podcaster and musician, um, and I have had a podcast now for, geez, five years, four years, something like that. And, uh, you know, it's been an interesting journey that I think the first 180 episodes or so were me kind of like putting my feet back in the mystical waters and doing a lot of speculation and relating it to experiences I had had. And then, you know, a few months ago, four months ago or so, I stumbled across some practical techniques related to imagination. And then shit started to click, like real quickly, very fast. And it's just been kind of a wild and fun, but I will point out, 
stable ride. It's, it's, yeah. that's the biggest hallmark of the whole thing. It's as it's a rocket ship, but it's like, you're not, it's like a smooth ascension. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you're all like the old spaceships where they're like, For it's sure. like that's, and I've, I've been like that too. Um, and this is quite different. So <laughs> now I'm just trying to talk about this stuff with, uh, cool people and put out a few episodes with the techniques in between. And that's kind of what I'm doing. So, uh, on your Twitter page, you say imagination creates reality. So what do you mean by this? And, and how does it work? Like maybe can, we can just jump into the thick of it. You can start telling people how to do it if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The techniques too. Yeah. So I mean, I mean literally that your imagination creates reality, Mm -hmm. um, taken at its most base and very understandable, uh, meaning, you know, if you're thirsty and you have a glass of water in front of you, you pick up the glass and water and drink it. And, you know, that's obvious and overt and plain, but yeah. you may be missing the subtle reality that you had to imagine yourself doing that, get the picture and do it. So that's constantly going on, but more than just the overt actions we're taking in this world, when we program ourselves unconsciously, which we're doing all the time, but you can do in, um, states bordering on sleep, even going into sleep, um, you begin to realize that reality is not conceptually a dream, but actually a dream. And Uh you can lucidly walk into it and create situations, or not create, yeah, create kind of, create and select realities that lead you to the reality eventually, or the realization that this is all you. This is all you. And it's everyone else too, but everything is you. And there's a lot of different directions and ways that one can realize that truth. But I like to focus on the practical shit. So like, it's wonderful if we get off into La La Land and start talking about mystical states of consciousness, which I love. Yeah. But I recognize a lot of people maybe have, you know, negative internal talk or depression, anxiety, worries, doubts, money troubles, poverty states, scarcity states, relationship, poverty, all this stuff. So that's what I'm not focusing on, but I'm, I'm kind of giving people practical techniques to alleviate those states. And then once people are clear, kind of show them, you know, you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And, and you use this stuff lovingly. There is an ethical guideline and framework that I carry along. But to be clear... If you look out in the world, you can see this. It's a neutral principle. Yeah. This, this is the law. Something that anyone can use at any point. It's always accessible. You're doing it anyway. Um, but you know, you can you can really prove to yourself that this is how this reality works. So I, I could go over the technique. Should I go over the techniques? Yeah, let's do it. The first technique that I discovered and used um, is just it's very good and. Essentially, what you're going to do is you're going to find a desire. You're going to find something you want. You're going to find a wish. And you do this while you're awake here in this reality. And write it down. You know, just write it down. That's my strong advice. Write it down. And then you're going to find, as you're going to sleep at night, doesn't have to be at night, but as you're going to sleep, you're going to find this liminal boundary between going to sleep and being asleep. People call it twilight sleep. And it's it's a light kind of relaxed attention. You know you're there. And it doesn't have to be this holy, amazing, perfect balance. You can smoke a little weed. You could drink. You do whatever you want. Just find the space, and you can know you're there. And what you're going to do is construct a scene imaginally. 
And you can do this either visually. Some people can't do that or have difficulty. You could use audio as well. And the scene essentially is going to be a very short and compact scene that follows the wish fulfilled, that follows the desire being achieved. So for instance, if you work a job and you wanted a promotion or a raise, you would imagine a friend shaking your hand with all the sensory vividness of this world and the feeling of them saying, congratulations on the new raise. That's so great. And you go, yeah. And that's the scene. And so you can mm-hmm. do that visually or audio. doesn't matter, just their voice. And you keep replaying it over and over and over. When your mind wanders, snap it back to that. When it expands the scene and you start going into like an expanded reverie of what you're going to do with the money and all that, snap it back to the scene. The key in this is that the feeling you have is going to generate this. I also like to embed in the scene that I knew I was going to imagine it. So I have this sense of wonder and awe. Because what happens is, is you eventually, as soon as you accept it and believe it, you walk into that scene. You walk into mm. it exactly as you imagined it. And if it's off too much, that's not it. If it's off like a teeny shade, that's okay. But if it's off a lot, that's not it. But you walk into the scene, you go, holy shit, what was that? You go, what the heck was that? Why did that happen? Uh, oh my God. You keep doing it for all these different things in your life and use it lovingly. Don't use it to manipulate people. Use the golden rule. I very much recommend that for a lot of reasons we won't get into here, but just do that. And you keep walking into these situations that you created in your imagination before you went to sleep and you go, holy shit, this is crazy. This is how reality works. Why is this happening? And one other thing is, is don't, whatever you imagine or that scene you construct, don't take extra steps in this reality to make it happen. Do what you would normally do. But if you take those extra steps, you may make the misapprehension that, oh, well, that logically happened because I took those steps. You'll build a bridge of incidents that led to the outcome. And that's just your logical and analytical mind trying to protect you because what happens here, if you really click into this, you're responsible for everything. And I don't just mean in your life. I mean everything because everything is you. And your logical and analytical mind doesn't want to deal with those repercussions and ramifications because a lot of us or me in the past, but a lot of people right now are are having a hard enough time or had a hard enough time just getting through their life and they're navigating their relationships, you know, let alone everything. So this is a big switch to make. So you prove it to yourself at the speed you need to, um, and you can stay there for a very long time. And, uh, it just, it always works. There's a lot of other techniques, but the only resistance I found from people is that they either think they're too advanced, so this is too simple, or it's just too stupid. It's just like, this is dumb. This is never going to work. And those are like very dumb resistances. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, those are like, get over yourself, yeah. both of them. So, yeah. So, yeah. The, I, I feel like, uh, and I've heard you describe this before, um, I guess I have two quick questions about that. So, can do you repeat this on a nightly thing or, or not really? You do it until you accept and believe it. This is a great question because I've noticed that I kept doing the thing. Think of it like planting a seed, yeah. right? You're planting a seed. Once you plant the seed and you know you planted it correctly and you're like, that's it, you just water it and let the sunshine grow. And okay. you can let it be watered by natural rain. You don't have to hose it every day. Yeah. Um, you can, but like... 
there's this weird thing that happens that after you do it, the desire for the thing will essentially go away. And that can bring up another weird dance. Like if you notice the desire is away, you might be like, hey, now I don't want it. Now it's not going to happen. Don't, don't do that. You carry around what you wished for and that scene and you feel it, but lightly. It's like a fragrance. It's like a yeah. very light fragrance. It's like the odor of someone smoking weed in the distance. You know what I mean? It's not like they're in the room with them and it's omnipresent. It's like in the distance, a very light smell. And then it naturally happens. And to the degree that you believe it, that's when it will happen. To be clear, we're not getting anything. We're not attracting anything towards us. It's already ours. We're letting it unfold. And there's a lot of different ways we can kind of convince ourselves, but the feeling aspect is what really does, does it. And yeah. um, gratitude uh, will naturally emanate from you and well up in you when you're really doing this right. Because how could you not be grateful if all your dreams are coming true? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how could you not? You would be. So that's a nice little beacon. And mm. if, you are, if you think about it too much, I've had this happen, mainly with money stuff for me. I'm pretty good at all the other stuff and just letting it happen. But in the past, money has been, I'll get it and then I'll kind of like get too fixated and I'll push it away. Mm. So if you're willing something towards you and obsessing about it and thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking, it's like a repellent force. It doesn't mean it won't come. It's just you're delaying it and you'll maybe have to go plant the seed again. So I do, Yeah, you'll know, just, just experience. It took me about four months to come into what I now consider a pretty loose and healthy. I write down all these things at night. Um, some events, less events, more states of consciousness. That's what eventually happens. That's yeah. what I'm essentially the bait and switch here is like you do it for all the cool shit in life. And then it's like, maybe I can be fearless. Let me try yeah. to do that. And then it's like, oh shit, I'm fearless. Holy fuck. <laughs> like, oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you do. So another hang up for me is, is the don't do anything about it. Cause that, that gets weird in all my success, I feel like in spaces like this, it's been sort of like a, of course, attitude. Like, of course, this is going to happen to me. And the only way I could actually bring those things into my life was to have that attitude while actually doing the thing that would bring it in, into uh, fruition. Yeah. So I'm a little hesitant about the... I'm going to set up this scene, feel how it feels, and then just like sit in my room and not do anything. So I, I get a little well, confused there. Well, this is, this, is, this is the misapprehension that this is some passive activity. Okay. What will naturally happen is, is if you set up a scene and believe it, you will start taking the steps, but there'll be natural steps to do what you want. If you just think you imagine a scene and sit back and do nothing... <laughs> The scene would have to depend on that, you know, maybe yeah. it, it, it can work like that. People don't want to hear that because it cuts against the grain of like, put in the time, put in the work, put your nose to the grindstone, get it all done. <laughs> and that is very appropriate. It makes a lot of work. Hustling is good sometimes, but it doesn't have to be like that. Do you know how long I hustled in my career and my life and my emotional world? Mm -hmm. Basically my whole life you know, since I've been like a little kid, um, like after like child, early childhood, and it did not lead to the results I'm getting now. Yeah. I'm doing way more, but I'm also doing way less. And if that makes sense, like if you can click into that, you'll understand that you'll naturally start doing the things and know the things you'll need to do 
to get you to where you want to be when you're supposed to be there. Also, part of this, I'll say, I just had a really good conversation with Jessa Reed about this, like, you know, appreciate what, where you are, where you are when things aren't perfect will be, it will make when things are perfect or like close to perfect, so much more satisfying. Like it's such a hard thing and you don't want to like glorify the poverty state or like the state of not being successful, but like appreciate it too, because you're going to look back at some point and be like, you know what? I, that was it's so cool. We transcended that. It's so cool. Yeah. We were, like we were good people, even in the midst of that. Like that really shows us what our character is. So like, yeah, all of that stuff is important. Um, but yeah, I hear you talk very positively about marijuana. Um, and you mentioned it once as, as the high priestess and, uh, connects you to your subconscious. Um, can you talk a little bit about like, how you feel about marijuana, why you feel that way, what you think is going on. Um, because I, I found it to be pretty challenging for me. Um, yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. And it was also something that I just, I used a lot when I was like 18, 19, and then just kind of stopped now just use occasionally, but certainly not able to, in a social setting, just like hang out with people and, and smoke, like seemingly a decent amount of people do socially yeah well the first thing i'll say is before you go into a social scene this is just a metaphor everything's a metaphor keep that in mind in life but before you go into a social world and smoke do it yourself and get familiar now she's the high priestess weed is the what we smoke is weed the female flowering part of the plant is female Mm -hmm. um uh, what she'll do basically is show you the deepest parts of your unconscious And if you haven't put in the work and you haven't got familiar with things that maybe seem scary and frightening and make you feel horrible and make you doubt yourself and just aren't fun. I say this as I'm grinding up weed right now. Um, Basically, uh, you're probably going to have some aversion to it. Yeah. Now, I don't think and I don't recommend that people just plow through. I mean, I... You can, but if you're naturally kind of like it doesn't work for you, you don't have to use it. However, as a tool, what she eventually does is she will put you into the imaginal realms. What I refer to there is the twilight sleep or that liminal boundary where you do these imaginal scenes. She'll put you there here and now. You will be wide awake and in those states. So if you can clear your shit out and remain in the state in a sense of perfect balance and equanimity and love and harmony, you can do whatever the fuck you want and she'll help you. She Mm. works with you. She'll give you creativity. She'll give you blessings. She'll give you connection. She'll give you friendship. She'll give you love. All of those things, not in like an abusive, like, hey, bitch, do this for me, but in a loving, harmonious, like, please let me express the deepest feminine principles in anyone's being here and let me harmonize with the masculine direction of what you want to do in the world. So that's from a metaphysical standpoint, what's going on. Yeah. Um, we get the reflection back in the physiological world, right? There's an endocannabinoid system. Yeah. It's not, there's not an endococaino system. There's not a, you know what I mean? Like they all affect us and I'm not, I'm not being pejorative of cocaine because it can also have coca its own benefits, but Uh Cannabis is with us for a very specific reason. And I'm happy to see that I've, and you and me, we've, we're on the timeline where she's going to help a lot of people. But if you have a resistance or difficulty with her, which I know a lot of people do, 
this may sound kind of brutal and harsh, but it's probably because you haven't dealt with deep stuff. And when it comes up, you get scared and want to run away from it. And it's wrathful. And that's a feminine thing. It's a wrathful deep. You ever seen a picture of Kali, the, the Hindu goddess? It's, she's fucking terrifying. But what she's doing is obliterating and killing the limited versions of you. So you gotta just let her do her shit and bring it all the top and let her slice the head off of the version of you that's afraid, that doubts yourself, that thinks people are making fun of you, that thinks you're gonna do something silly, that thinks you're gonna fuck up, or this person isn't gonna like you. She just assassinates them over and over and over. And then you're just there and you're like, oh shit, weed is the best. So. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, um... Noah, thank you very much for your time yeah, man. today. This was a lot of fun. Of course. Of course, of course. All right, guys. Well, that's going to have to do it for this episode of Make My Day with Noah Lampert. Freaking fantastic. Had a great time. Uh, you can follow Noah on Twitter at Noah Lampert. You can go to syncpodcast.com and you can go to patreon.com slash synchronicity if you want to subscribe to his premier elite level tiers of um, super magical content. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, As always, send me an email at makemydayshow at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, be back here soon with another episode. I love you guys. Have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. Wake up in the morning, make your two sloppy eggs. Find a piece of cheese and put it on some bread. Have a cup of joe and the next thing that you know, it's time for you to hit the road. in the morning make my day and even in the afternoon make my day sometimes in the evening make my day and even when i'm sleeping too make my this is all you and it's everyone else too but everything is you